soldiers. Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You want to fight? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. All right, Fight fans, this is the Sucker Punch Podcast with Sam and Nate. Unfortunately, Nate's not going to be here today due to extenuating circumstances, so it is a solo mission. Now, I want to kind of give you a quick breakdown of UFC 229. Main event, Khabib Namagamadov versus Conor McGregor. Co-main event, Ferguson versus Anthony Pettis. You got this card starting uh, with probably the most beautiful uh, fight in UFC history with Michelle Waterson and Felice Herring, followed by Lewis, uh, Derek Lewis and Alexander Volkov. And then you got OSB versus uh, Dominic Cruz. And I'm going to I'm not even going to break those fights down. I think Michelle Waterson wins it, even though. I mean, I think Felice Herring is um, a great fighter, but I think she wins it. Maybe she has a little bit more ways to win. Um, I think Felice might be really um, hard to finish, but um, I just I think just uh, maybe outworks her, you know. Derek Lewis, I think he really wants to prove himself after that last fight. And look, if um, Ngano couldn't finish him, though he was fighting very scared, I don't know if Volkov could finish him. And I think Derek Lewis is a uh, um, underestimated, underrated. Um, Ovin Sepru, man, I really like this guy. I think he does a great job. Um, I think he's a great fighter, but I mean, he's twenty-two and eleven going up against Dominic Reyes, who is nine and zero, and with the nickname the Devastator. I can't say that I've seen any of his fights, but I'm guessing this dude knocks people out. If he doesn't, then he should not be called the Devastator. He's got th- three fights in the UFC, all by. Um, all wins, um, two by knockout, one by submission, um, all in the first round. So Ovin's got a problem. I think Ovin's, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I think Ovin's, um, his his movement's good enough to keep him from getting knockout so soon. But enough of those guys. Great card, but honestly i'm i'm i might be more excited for tony ferguson and anthony pettis than namaga made off and and uh conor mcgregor i'll tell you why later but um ferguson and pettis if you look at pettis's resume the the fights that he loses like um he lost against let's look at it real quick i'm just gonna go over his losses real quick He's got 21 wins, 7 losses. 
So some of his notable losses. Rafael Dos Anjos, Edson Barbosa, and Eddie Alvarez. Not in that order, in this order. Rafael Dos Anjos, Eddie Alvarez, Edson Barbosa. He also lost to a wrestler um, in his first showing in the UFC. Right after winning the belt in WEC, he loses to Clay Guida by unanimous decision. Um, and then he wins a split decision, gets two KOs against Joe Lozon. He beats uh, Jeremy Stevens, Joe Lozon, Donald Cerrone. Um, he beats Ben Henderson and Gilbert Melendez. Those are all really good fighters. All really good fighters and notable wins. Then he loses three times in a row. Rafael, Eddie Alvarez, and Edson Barbosa. Beats Charles Oliveira, which is a, a really good fighter. Loses a third round knockout to Holloway. Um, and then Dustin Poirier, he also loses. Or Poirier, whatever you want to call him. All right. Those guys are all animals. But I think he's better than that. And even though Tony Ferguson is an animal, Tony Ferguson is coming off of a knee surgery that the doctors told him will take him a year to recover from. And he went on this, uh, he made a speech at the press conference talking about how, you know, you could do anything, you could set on your mind to it and da-da-da and all this stuff. And it was a nice speech. And if you want to be inspired, go watch it. And, uh, you know, be inspired. Good for you. But the truth is, you have a bad knee injury. He moved great also. It is uh, it is notable to say he moved great during those, uh, um, what do they call them? The, the workouts, the open workouts. But there's a reason the, the doctors give you um, a year to recover from that. It's a tough surgery to recover from. And yes, you may have recovered from it um in five months, and you may be able to do open workouts and look great. You might be uh, training and feeling good. But what if Anthony Pettis just kicks the shit out of that knee? That's the first thing I do. I mean, it's a fight. If he targets that knee and you have to adjust, this is what happens. You're not fighting the game you want to fight. You're fighting around an injury. And I think that's going to be a big part in this fight. I mean, it could easily be a big part in this fight. If it's not a part in this fight, I mean, hats off to Tony. I think he is a beast, and I think he deserves to be the champion. But if he was going to be sidelined for uh, a, a year, that's why they took him out of the fight. But Anthony Pettis goes for that that leg and starts eating away at that leg. Then you become a fighter who's fighting around an injury who's looking for takedowns more than he's looking to stand up. Um, that's not going to be throwing the strikes and not going to be as mobile as he'd like to be on his feet. So he's going to want to go to the ground. And on the ground, uh, Tony Ferguson is a, a monster. But, you know, Anthony Pettis isn't an easy target on the ground at all, by no means. So with that, I think um, Anthony Pettis, he could win this. He could win this on the ground, but I think he wins it if he's able to defend the takedowns and force Ferguson to stay on his feet and strike, I think he eventually eventually wins it probably by uh, a TKO. Because Ferguson, let, let's say Ferguson starts, he's just not moving the way Ferguson should move because he's in there too soon after surgery. 
too soon. Which would set up a insane fight that nobody thought would ever happen against Conor McGregor. And I think Conor McGregor versus Anthony Pettis is a fight I, man, oh, I want to see that fight so bad. And I think we're going to see that fight. I think we can see. I think there's a possibility of seeing that fight. I think that could be a big fight. I think that could be a big fight. I think they could sell that. I think that could be a big fight. But um, if we start talking about the McGregor fight, it's the same thing. and or It's similar in that I, I think, you know, McGregor, his accuracy, his his timing is what's going to be the obstacle to get over, right? I would say, oh, no, the obstacle to get over here is Khabib Namagamadov, the 26-0 Russian uh, champion that is literally, what was he, nine years old, wrestling a bear? I mean, there's no, it's hard to imagine that Conor McGregor has sharpened up his grappling skills to the point where he's going to be able to outmaneuver Khabib. I just think that's it's hard. It's hard to imagine that. Will he? Well, we're going to find out. If he starts throwing a lot of kicks, it's not a good idea. I don't think it's going to play well if he's throwing a lot of kicks. I think he has the ability to time kicks and throw them fast enough to where Khabib doesn't get a hold of him and it does work out in his favor. I just think he has the ability, but it doesn't mean that he will be able to do it. Right? There's, It's two different things. Easier said than done against somebody like Khabib. But getting past that timing, getting past that accuracy for Khabib is a big question mark, right? We already know that Connor's not going to be able to out-grapple him but he could definitely knock him the hell out in the first or second round. But once that third round bell rings, all the odds are going down. Connor's Connor's getting more tired. He obviously hasn't found his timing um, already. So it's going to be a little more difficult to find your timing by the third, fourth, and fifth round. I really do. I think it's going to be more difficult. And even with the timing, if he starts finding that timing, it's still not going to amount to the power that he needs to knock him out or to finish him. I could be wrong on all of that. I'm just saying, basically, you got two rounds to do it, homie. You better knock him out. Because if you don't get it done in two rounds, I don't think he's going to be able to get it done. With that said, I'm I'm thinking Tony Ferguson... With the upset, I'm sorry, Anthony Pettis with the upset over Tony Ferguson. And as I, I'm not rooting for Conor McGregor, but I just have a feeling, man. I just have a feeling. I hope I'm wrong, but I think Conor McGregor is going to just do it. Look, if you want to break down uh, Khabib's fights, you go back far enough and you'll see a guy you wonder why he was winning. You wonder why he was winning. Um, he fought Glacian Tebow and looked horrible. I think he lost that fight. I watched it the other day. I don't think he lo- won that fight. Tiago Tavares, he knocked him out. Abel Trujillo, or Trujillo. Um, that's a un- un- uh, unanimous decision. Pat Healy. 
Rafa, here's where it starts getting in, interesting. Rafael Dos Anjos. That's where, and I do say that. From Gleison Tibau to Dos Anjos, his, his technique and ability changed big time. Uh, Michael Johnson, you see him get clipped, and if Michael Johnson could hit him, Khabib or Connor could hit him. But even from the Michael Johnson fight to the Edson Barbosa fight, I think he improved. I think he proved a lot. He fought a little bit different in those two fights. And one of the main reasons is Michael Johnson was a striker. Uh, well, the, both of them are strikers, but Edson Barbosa uses his legs more, so he was running after Edson, making sure he couldn't kick him and everything. That could be a major problem against Conor. You can't be running down Conor McGregor like that, and if you're not running down Conor McGregor like that, you're going to eat some to the body. So it's going to be an interesting fight. It's hard for me to bet against Conor McGregor, man. So damn hard. I think he... Uh, I think Connor, Connor might just upset it, man. But we're gonna find out. We are going to find out, and then we could, um, you know, maybe I'll just start. You know, I'll come back on Monday, tell y'all how wrong I was. You know, maybe I'm absolutely wrong, and Khabib just drowns him. I could see it. I could see him. I could see Khabib drowning him for five rounds straight. I hope he doesn't do that. I hope Khabib finishes Conor McGregor. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not one of those, like, uh, object. I mean, I'm objective. I totally see Conor McGregor just knocking him out and finishing him. He's he's just good at it. He's not my one of my favorite fighters, but he's good at it. Um, but if Khabib does have the upper hand in this, I hope he puts him to sleep. I just want him to finish him. This is how I believe it in my book. If I take your leg, you deserve a rematch, right? I do jujitsu and I stri I'm a striking coach, right? So I'll tell you from like some experience here. If I take your leg, you deserve a rematch. Your arm, you deserve a rematch, right? I take a knee and ankle, you deserve a rematch. If I choke you, if I knock you out, you deserve a rematch. If I choke you out, you're dead. Off with your head. Even the knockout. That means you went to sleep long enough for me to kill you. It's a simulated death match, people. I choke you out, you're done. Off with his head. So I hope uh, Khabib does that. I don't want this whole five rounds of just pummeling him. Unless you have that supreme control over somebody. But you do not want to let somebody like Conor McGregor have a chance. If you have a chance to finish him, finish him, man. Don't play games. Well, that is my call. We will. I will try and record another one by Monday or release one on uh, Monday so that I could tell you how right or wrong I was and, um, you know, maybe go over some of the next card. What's the next card? Next card is, I don't care. That's, that's going to be a cool fight. But honestly, we're looking forward to that. Um, there's some really good cards coming up. But anyway. Listen, if you are listening, I, go on the Anchor podcast or Anchor app and um, subscribe. Go on Stitcher and subscribe. Let me tell you real quick where you can find us. I mean, obviously you found us. But if you're on the Anchor app and you download the Anchor app, you could leave messages. You could ask questions. You could um, put your nominations for a Sucker Punch of the Week. We haven't done that one in a minute. So next week you're going to get a Sucker Punch of the Week. Um 
and and we might start doing sucker punch of the year nominations so if you're interested in to find out who the heck is gonna get sucker punch of the week sucker punch of the year if you don't know what that means go ahead download the anchor app and ask us it's that simple and then tell everybody also another thing you could do is check us out on facebook like and share us it's not hard to find us we're sucker punch podcast all right so look us up ask us a question if you're on the anchor app easy to send us messages um we you could email us at uh the sucker punch podcast 718 at gmail.com um and we have an instagram coming out in just a I guess probably by the end of next week, I'll throw some content on there. Anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for your continued support, big or small. I appreciate it. If you do enjoy our podcast, please tell somebody about it. Just share it on your your, um, social media. Somebody will pick it up. Somebody, And we're trying to get this show better and better every single time. Thank you so much for listening. Y'all have a good day.